it's a Sunday afternoon and you're driving to the pool. What you gonna listen to? Wonder Twins. What you gonna listen to? Wonder Twins. I've realized something recently. Uh, John, I don't, that's how you start anything. It's a, it's just I, a transition. I don't know how to start this show. I don't know how I to just, start. The, I don't know how to, yeah. to make a podcast. I don't know how to do anything. But I mean, every single time. For- okay, so I'll, I'll just wait. We'll we'll do it over. Uh, you know, I just got back from D.C. and boy, are my arms tired. Yeah, that's good. I like it. It yeah. That's it good. Okay, we'll go with that. Yeah. Yeah. Is it anyway? It's good. Uh, so I've been on an unnecessary and sort of uh, unexpected amount of like air travel recently. Ah, a man of the world. Yes, I travel. I have culture. Yes. I have culture. You may have been riding to Canada. On, riding on planes, ruining the climate. Yeah. Yeah. What's well, what I do? Uh, I uh, I fly from city to city and say, hmm, yes, smog, good. You know, I heard something, uh, apparently like a few years ago, airlines, a few, meaning it could be two and it could be a hundred. I don't know. Uh, but I yeah. heard that airlines used to offer like unlimited flights for some like, absor- I mean, you know, $180,000 or something. Uh, but you would have unlimited flights in first class, but then apparently they lost a bunch of money because rich people would be like, I feel like flying mm, yes. to Georgia today. I'm a bougie caterpillar and I will now take a trip to visit my caterpillar brethren. No, not all old people are bougie caterpillars. <laughs> no, in my mind, the bougie caterpillar is in his mid-30s. We didn't really go into the bougie caterpillar's backstory. Oh, no, I imagined uh, like very before. old man with monocle and like very nice suit. Like Mr. Peanut, but He like doesn't walk, he marches, you know? Yes, mom, yes. I'm yeah, marching exactly. and I realize this doesn't really translate to audio. No, and it me? also sounded Wait. like you said you were marching. I, I'm marching. I'm marching. Yeah. My downstairs neighbors mm-hmm. are going to be like, what? Um, so anyway, flying. Uh, uh, very weird juxtaposition. I This has never happened to me and will never happen again, but I had the great privilege to actually fly first class. And when you take first class, some of, you know, again, having culture uh, on my first class flight to Salt Lake City, uh, I, um, you, you pre-select a meal because they feed you and stuff. And so I pre-selected. And then when I was, once we got into the air, this like very professional man, a flight attendant, who you can tell like this is his 15th year being a flight attendant. Like he he is like, mm-hmm. he's not just a flight attendant. He's like lead flight attendant. Like he is the the cabin captain. Yeah. Uh, and he's walking by with the clipboard and making notes. And he's like, and you, you can never hear what they're saying because they speak so like, like, because you know, it's so loud in the airplane. So I just see him like bend over like at the waist, very butlerian or butlerian, you know, like very like uh, bend over, uh, Directly the way he's like, and he goes to the other side and like, and then he gets to me and he leans down like right next to my ear and like very like almost like he's telling me a secret or like it, it you know, it's not polite conversation. And he's like, mm, sir, you pre-selected the oatmeal today. Is that correct? <laughs> and he looks at the clipboard and I was like, uh, 
yes. He was like, mm, sir, you indicated in your written testimony that you prefer oatmeal. Is that correct? It was like it was like the most <laughs> professional conversation about oatmeal I have ever had. And it's like, mm, yes, I see the records. Uh, let the record show the witness prefers oatmeal and did not, in fact, select the omelet. Your Honor, the defense rests. And so he like walks away. Also, John, oatmeal, you freak. You're a man of the wind. I wanted oatmeal. You could have had. I, no, you I, could have had caviar. A man of, wait, truffle, wait, wait. Potato chips. A man of the wind. Yeah. Is that what that is? Yeah. <laughs> so you could have hid oatmeal in your top hat for free and then had double breakfast, <laughs> but you didn't. You're like, hey, uh, I know that this is you know a first class fight and everything, but could I have ramen? please. And actually don't even worry about the water because I'm sure it's expensive to heat. I'll just I'll mash just it up it. and snort it. Yeah, you freak. So. You are a man of luxury <laughs> on your 30-person flight to Salt Lake City. You are in one of the two first-class seats, and your seat goes back another 10%, and you're telling me that you order oatmeal peasant food? Did they put berries in it? I bet they didn't. I bet they served it to you just the way it is, it had, plain. No, it had, a lovely, it had a lovely fruit compote. Um, yes, and I'm sure, yeah, and did they serve you one of the little tiny containers of half and half that you could pour into it while you cry? Yeah. Good Lord. What is your, what is your beef when, with oatmeal? When they asked you what drink you wanted, did you say water from the bathroom sink? Uh, no. Or did you say, I brought <laughs> I some orange juice from home? <laughs> You've so, already anyway, paid you got, for the flight. I, <laughs> the other option was an omelet. It didn't look good. Like who wants omelets a who are, wants a plain omelet? Omelets are luxury, though. No, not like a plain, rich, not like a plain food. omelet. Like a plain, like an omelet made on. I don't want an omelet made on a plane. You know. Oh, what is this? Crepes on a plane? Uh huh. Get it? Crepes on a plane. John, John, I understand you deflecting. You are deflecting with humor, and you need to understand that what you did was wrong. <laughs> well, so anyway, let me finish my story. So, like later. Okay, fine. I had an opportunity to redeem myself, and I totally missed it. They had snack boxes. Ooh. And Captain Cabin was announcing the snack boxes. And here is what he said over like the, the loudspeaker, the thing that never sounds good. He's like, also, we have snack boxes for sale. You can purchase these with credit card only. Sorry, no cash. One of the boxes has hummus. One has salami. And we also have our crunch box with Pringles. <laughs> And that I did not insert that pause or that inflection. It was like one of the boxes has hummus, one has salami. We also have our crunch box with Pringles. Ooh. Yeah. Like the whole flight. Ooh. Ooh. You hear like whispers like Pringles, they got Pringles. They got Pringles. Did you hear did you hear them say they have Pringles? That's amazing. Gosh. The flight goes insane because uh, they only have twelve and fourteen people want the Pringle box. So then there's like yeah, a whole and there's a Pringle, Pringle shortage. Black market. Yeah. Oh yeah, like people reselling Pringles across the aisle in exchange for cigarettes you can't smoke. It was a whole yeah thing. Anyway, wow. I uh, I was on these like these two great flights uh, uh, back and forth for that trip, and then I flew for work, and like it was all these short haul flights. So I went from like a really great experience where like I could like swing my little legs back and forth because the seat was so big, 
to this terrible, terrible plane. And like the screen, the biggest biggest indicator of a plane's age is the size of the screen on the headrest. No, I think the biggest indicator of the screen or like the the niceness of the plane is if they have a screen on the headrest. Because I've flown yeah, flights true. recently where there's just like one that drops down in the middle, like here in the back of a gosh darn suburban <laughs> trying to watch Finding Nemo. <laughs> <laughs> and it keeps cut every time dad goes over a pothole the dvd jumps and yeah. you have to start over yeah that that is a bad <laughs> so like, well and so i said it's like we i was on this flight and it was a southwest flight where you don't pick like you it's first come first serve seating you are assigned like when you get to board the plane but once you're on the plane it's a free-for-all you can sit wherever you want and uh i decided to wait and board last because i didn't know that and so, because it's like, why, like what's oh. the point of boarding early? You just sit there. It's not like I'm in first class. They're going to give me a drink. No, I'm just going to sit there. Yeah. And so this is one of the flames that had three seats on each side. And yeah. so people so go to the back and they sit next to the lavatory because they're hoping that no one will want to sit there and they can have a yeah. seat in between them. And I ruined those people's days. Because although yeah. I am a small person, these were not small people because and they were just trying to survive a plane ride without being squished. And so I sit between these two. And like the whole time I'm walking back, they're just glaring at me. And the closer I get, the more intense their stares get because they are not okay with this. Hey, and how funny would it have back. been though if you would have just kept walking? <laughs> like you just keep walking. And they're like, they're like, oh, thank God he's not sitting next to me. But also, where is he? Like you, there's just a door out of nowhere, and you just keep walking, and you walk into another I had drink plane. Of water that whole time. <laughs> it's like choked. when you're on the train and you see those crazy people that the train's moving and they go in between the cars. That's you. Yeah. But they're like, there's I'm no plane behind planes. us. Where did he go? Yeah. Yeah. Well, Sue, oh, great to see you. Cool. Have a great flight. I just walk out the back door and I'm immediately arrested. Yeah. Um, and they're like, wait, there's a back door it, that seems unsafe because it's literally yeah. just like a regular like apartment yeah. door. Like no, like wind is flying in. It's a whole thing. Yeah, it's probably where they store the dogs. Um, I guess. But anyway, well, so, but the redeeming factor of all of my terrible plane travel that I hate um, was uh, Delta's doing this new thing on the, on like the hallway, I guess it's a jetway, like the hallway you take to get onto the plane yeah. that like extends. Yeah. They have all these signs and they're advertising like their products like, ooh, Comfort Plus, you could be a little less miserable. Uh, first class, do you have lots of money? You know, and then all these yeah. ads, there's people looking happier than they should be or anyone would be in a plane sitting in seats that are clearly larger. And yeah. it yeah. And, like it's well lit. Like they're, they're going to like it looks nothing like the actual interior of a plane. Yeah. But, you know, you look closer and you're like, wait. Is that the third row of a Tahoe? Yeah, yes, it's it's definitely not any plane. But yeah. and this surprised me so much so that I took a picture. Uh, uh, cause you know this is I'm flying out of a Midwest airport into another Midwest airport, and uh, one of the ads is and it took me a second to realize this. It was two dudes, and like not like two dudes traveling together. Like two dudes. Like one clearly had his head on the other one's shoulder, Aww. and like they were laughing and they were happy. And I was like, holy shit. Delta just became, I mean, no, I mean, I mean, I shouldn't give Delta credit for being woke. It is 2019, but I was surprised. Yeah. Like I was not expecting 
airports and airplanes and everything about them, like airports are all about like IT ads. Like if you put enough advertisements for secure servers in one place and airport springs up around them. Like that's the mm-hmm. kind of stuff that gets advertised in the airport. So I wasn't expecting this like sort of progressive image, but it was awesome. Like it like made my whole day. It's like, oh, like they are celebrating like, yes, like men who are married to each other or are dating will travel together and they will have a good time. Like I can only imagine actually being uh, like, like actually being a gay man and seeing that and being like, holy crap. Yeah, like this was Delta for me. has acknowledged that I exist. Yeah. Yeah, this is amazing. Yeah. I like to think of those, you know, those those little walkways when you're going to the plane. I like to think of those like if you were to take an aerial shot, uh, it would look kind of like a centipede. And that's just one of its legs <laughs> doing its own thing. I just <laughs> is, that, is that your, was that the whole thought? <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so. Uh, the, 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 there is one drawback to my awesome like experience of human kindness and love from Delta. And that is uh, for the rest of my entire trip and really up until now, this has been weeks ago, actually. Um, there's a part of my brain that makes rhymes, whether or not I want it to. And that same part of my brain likes to uh, arrange these rhymes into songs that don't exist. Which is, you know, fortunate for this show, yeah, but bad yeah. for my general life. Yeah. And so, uh, for the, you know, for weeks now, I've had this song in my head that's just like, oh. We can't put that in the podcast. What if I'm like celebrating? I, yeah, I just don't want to risk it. Yeah, but I mean, well, okay, but I believe, I believe that I could make a song with the hook, gay on the jetway, that I have friends who are gay, that they would, that they would. Oh, good. Yeah. Cause that's what everyone. No, I mean, I'm saying I, I'm asking for your faith that I can make a song with the hook gay on the jetway and it will be both funny and tasteful. Okay. Well, you have to send it to one of your gay friends and they have to be okay with it. Okay. Before... I can commit to that. Okay. Good. Good, good, good. No, still nothing? I, no, I'm just not participating because I'm not sure if this is okay <laughs> or not.
FYI listeners, I am currently in the closet of Jonathan's guest bedroom, and he has a duck that is uh, in Christmas wear, holding a book, and then he has a pin that says Weapon of Math Destruction. Well, you know, funny you should mention this. (sighs) That duck, that Christmas duck, was actually given to me by our very first Wonder Twins special guest. Oh. Our mom. Mother. Mother, can you hear me? I can hear you, my little loves. (laughs) Hi, mom. Hi, Hi. mom. (laughs) Hi, Jamie. Hi, Johnny Cakes. (laughs) Oh, wow. I'm I'm immediately regretting this. (laughs) I've just been listening in. Mm -hmm. Did you catch all that? Jonathan, you can't sing 80s music. That's your issue with it? (laughs) That was your issue with it? Was that it was 80s? Yeah, and you've put your sister in the closet. (laughs) Well, it was kind of my own. It was very echoey out there, so I'm in the closet next to the Febreze. What what is this duck? I don't recall purchasing a duck. Oh, Mom, you've uh, bought a lot of things. uh, Jane, can you retrieve the duck? Can you yeah. reach the duck from where you're currently sitting? I'll send a picture. Uh, no, no, don't send a picture. Just just get it close to the mic and then uh, press its hand. It's got a little button somewhere. I don't. His hands don't make noise. Well, there's there's something also, in there. They're wings. Well, right. Okay, I've touched his hand. Wait. Oh, I remember. <laughs> That was such a good memory. I probably bought you the Aflac duck and maybe some koala yummies. Yes, I still have those koala. Well, no, not those koala yummies. Those would be very stale. Yeah, um, but I'm still as, as my if stash. all koala yummies aren't stale. <laughs> the last time they made koala yummies were in like 1997. I think they call them something else now, but they're still little koalas and they're still yummy. See? Barely. Finally, someone to back me up on this show. John, you can't have your mother be the only person backing you up. <laughs> well, mom said it's okay. And I'm like, yeah, mom wants you to live at home. So, you know. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Currently, only one of us is living with our mother. She is not living with me. She's been visiting. <laughs> See? It's okay. <laughs> let me let me ask a mother. Mother, how mm. long would one of us have to stay with you before it would no longer be considered a visit and would instead be living with you? Um oh, I don't know, maybe a couple of years. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, uh, I mean, anyway. Cuz the rest of the I mean, like the other uh, other 11 months you're just you know, trying to find yourself. Or, yeah. Yeah, just processing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I was very excited to have uh, uh, Mama, uh, a.k.a. Mother, a.k.a. Mama Bear, on our podcast because, uh, Mom, you had told me that you had a story that you wanted to tell. And we're kind <gasps> of a storytelling podcast. Oh, my gosh. It's so funny. Well, you can't. We. <laughs> If you say it's funny, 
you okay you're setting high expectations but i believe you can hit this bar so so take it away the floor is yours well maybe it isn't funny maybe it's just sad but i found it to be so sad it was hilarious (laughs) (laughs) so here we go at work i have to forward a large amount of mail to another location and one of our P.O. boxes is in a place where you would think that they were just fine-tuned. I mean, a machine just running at peak. Well, all of a sudden, I realized I kept getting tracking numbers, um, and I would forward those tracking numbers to the processing place. Well, then we got a phone call from this post office saying, you've got a crap load of mail here. Like, what's a crap load? How much mail? Well, let me tell you. When I set this up, I used the regional office to set it up with the two post offices that were local so that I could make sure that this premium forwarding service worked correctly. Well, part of that is that they send the post office supplies to forward it in. And they are these really long plastic bins, not very tall, but just wide enough for for an, a number 10 envelope to fit in. It must hold six, 700 envelopes, each one of them. Oh. We went on yeah. Monday to the post office to find this crap load of mail, and he had used the shipping supplies, all of those bins, to hold our mail as if we were on vacation. <laughs> so... On Tuesday, I call the regional guy and I say, hey, you know that one P.O. box, it's not shipping. So he checked into it and they found that it was a simple problem. The person who works at that post office, which evidently there's only one, um, (laughs) doesn't have authorization to print the label. So he could generate it, but he couldn't print it. And actually... Wait. Yeah. So... I said to the regional guy, well, I tell you what, why don't we get this guy a mule in a cart and it would get there faster than waiting for him to figure <laughs> out how to stick it in that bin. And he said, well, you know, he, I've talked to him several times and I called his supervisor and his supervisor is going to give him authorization to print a label. And I said, well, here's an idea. He can print postage, right? Why don't you tell him? just to put it in a box somewhere and just print the postage and mail the bitch to London because (laughs) I'm paying per piece and I had to pay to ship it myself. So then he promised me that it would all be taken care of. So it was supposed to ship on Friday. So on Friday I get the the confirm the tracking number, which actually when you click on it, it says the label hasn't been generated yet for the shipment. <laughs> and so I, I call the regional director again and said, hey, this was supposed to ship. It didn't. It says there's no mail. Uh, and he said, I, I swear, I'll take care of it. They have assured me it's going to go out today. So I sent someone to the post office just to make sure. And the one employee who works there is on vacation for two weeks. i mean this this could not i mean this this is and so i said to the regional guy i this is like the flipping pony express except that 
it would have already been there. You could even put all the mail in an Uber and just have an Uber driver take it. That is a great idea. And they can pick up lunch on the way back. <laughs> yeah. Or you could tape it to Eleanor's back and just have someone <sighs> hold a can of tuna at the destination. Right. Right. Eleanor, She'd by the way, is she's listening to the podcast. She doesn't have anything to say, but but she's interested. Do you get, did you give her little cat headphones? I mean, like how is she how is she tuning yeah. in, or is she just I mean, enjoying your listen, your portion? Jonathan, you know we work as a team. Yeah, we're gonna want just continuing updates on your ongoing battle with the United States Postal Service uh, they're, because they're I really favorite. want there to be some kind of feud. Does this guy have a name, or can you make up a name for him? Oh, like the, yeah, the his czar name is of Jerry. that particular location. His, his name is Jerry. Jerry. Okay. And he manages P.O. Box. P.O. Box, I can't print a label, which is what I refer <laughs> to that P.O. Box as now. Even when I send the updates to the processing facility, <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I it's listed as P.O. Box, I can't print a label. And of course... I, I love to see the general savageness that you employed as a mother sort of turned to new ends savageness uh, as a mother i, I was an yeah. excellent mother i still am <laughs> yes no no so mom savage now means good a good thing savage is Does good now it? because it certainly yeah. worked well when yeah. you were children but the fact that john's saying it means that it was a good thing probably a year ago i'm i'm with it mm. um so anyway uh mom did we tell you about did we tell you about our uh, our listener submitted poetry competition no your listeners write poetry? Well, they're gonna. Uh, so we are, for the second week in a row now, we are keeping open our listeners submitted poetry competition. If you are inspired by Wonder Twins, which I mean, who who isn't? I am. I'm inspired Truly. by this. Oh, it is uh, inspired. If you're inspired by, oh, thank you. Uh, if you're inspired by Wonder Twins, uh, you can write us some poetry. Uh, you can send it to wondertwinscast at gmail.com. And we will pick our favorites and read them on air. And I think we, uh, we uh, as of yet, undetermined piece of merch uh, to the winner uh, who writes the most sort of evocative, provocative, uh, yeah, interlocutive. You will, uh, you will well, win wait, your wait, very wait. Own... Let's just back up. Oh. Let's just back up here. You have merch? Yeah. And I don't have it? Well, we're... No, no, we're going we're to in have In the merch. process. But it's really... I mean, we're just, you understand. Yeah. It involves mailing... And designs yeah. and lots of time and you know it's, yeah, it's but an involved we are, process. I, I will say I'm so happy to announce we are in the process of um, designing and having printed our very own branded Wonder Twins lawnmowers. <laughs> I I live in an 3D apartment. Printed. They're three D printed. You have to you have to have something that I can use. Like Cat I could shavers? really, what, what, what do you, what would I could you use? Really, really use a new coffee mug. Uh, a travel one would be really okay. nice. Yeah, yeah. Oh, um, travel mug, travel mug. Yes, mug. yes. It, but you have like to make sure that it keeps my coffee hot because that's really mm -hmm. a yeah. pet peeve of mine. Our yeah. travel mugs that the coffee's cold by the time I get to the car. And then, I mean... Travel I mugs could, that keep don't keep your coffee hot are sort of like one-man USPS operations that don't forward mail. D Jerry has you know. one, I'm sure. I am sure. Um, <laughs> that man's I, coffee is hot. We know it. <laughs> well, he's got plenty of time to sit and drink it. He's not doing yeah. anything else. Uh, I want to get back to our, our poetry competition. Please send 
your poetry to wondertwinscast at gmail.com. Uh, we, whatever, right after we give this merch to our mom, we will uh, send the next, uh, the very next numbered item to you. Uh, other than that, uh, I want to announce we do have a new website, uh, uh, wondertwinscast.biz, where you can listen to episodes, you can subscribe, and you can also learn more about the show, and we'll keep putting more and more stuff up on that site. Um, that's, I think, all we have for today. Thank you so much, Mama Bear, uh, you, for your Mom. insightful commentary. Oh, Thanks, Mom. It was a pleasure. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> you sound so convinced. <laughs> wow.